Subrule, the only podcast recorded uh, in an abandoned gold mine in rural Missouri. Um, my yeehaw! <laughs> no, it's abandoned. Howdy, howdy! <laughs> it's abandoned. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Go, you got to make g- gold noises. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm here with co-host Gold, Annie. gold. No. Always believe. I don't want to get copyright strikes sold. this early on. All right. Uh, I'm here with co-host Annie Harris. Hi, I'm here. How are you? I'm really tired. Tired. I've got to stop recording on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so tired. Um, yeah, I'm good. We had a good day out yesterday. Yeah, we did. Went to Til- Tilgate Park. Tilgate. Or Tilgate, as I no, call it. No, no. Tilgate Park. Tilgate Park. In Crawley. Um, walked around in the sun, ate uh, food in a themed restaurant. Oh, which the sadness. I, was I really want to get, I want to talk about that themed restaurant. Yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, we went boating. We went boating. We went on a rowboat. It was incredibly romantic and twee. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and by romantic and twee, he means he did all of the hard work and I just <laughs> laid back and watched. <laughs> you did some rowing? I did a little bit. I'm just not very good at it. I come from a family of rowers, like generations of rowers. It's the only way to get to England from Wales is across <laughs> the huge body of water that separates them. <laughs> Isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who was, was it? Didn't somebody think yes. that Wales was across the sea? Yes, they did. It was a friend, I say a friend, a, a person I went to university with. Um, my mum came to visit us in our halls of residence uh, in Reading which is where I lived for my first year of university Um, and then they had some sense and moved us to the London campus considering that we were studying theatre but we were living in the Reading campus and my mum came to visit and we lived uh, I come from just over the border of England and Wales so it's about two and a half hour drive to where I'm from from Reading tops and uh, one of the girls said oh your mum's you know you slept a bit fine and I was like no no she's alright she's only going to take about two and a half hours and she's like, oh, well, doesn't she have to get on the boat? I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, honey, that's not... No, no. No, that's Ireland that you're thinking of. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's the, the Less great, about them said the better. The British Isles are one. Yeah. The, the, uh, at least... Yeah, the British Isles is largely... No, wait, hang on. Great Britain, mainland Great Britain. But there's a name for that bit, isn't there? The contiguous... I don't know. The same person also said that you... People become gay after people come inside them what (laughs) what right we're coming back to that (laughs) that was third year that wasn't even first year that was third year coming back to that 21 year old woman she was like circular reasoning yeah um our guest today (laughs) do you enjoy that they become gay to both sides if someone what no yeah don't don't try and analyze it eden (laughs) (laughs) our uh as as just mentioned our guest today is Eden Avatel Alexander. Hi. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? Good. She's got a cap on that says "Let's be mermaids." Yes. It's a good cap. I, Thank you. I bright, bright pink it. cap with a with silver design. Yeah, it's um, excellent. I want it. You can't Steal have that one. I, <laughs> <laughs> if you loved me, you would. Oh, here we go. That's how crime families get started. <laughs> That's how the craze got started. Yeah, if you love me, brother. Bring people to podcasts again. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's, oh, what a long con. I, could, I don't have the energy for cons that long. I'm, I just don't have it. To get a hat, a good hat, yeah. don't get me wrong, but to like, look, I could have bought, like any of these microphones are worth several hats. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I buy, that's how I ask for microphones. I'm like, do you have a microphone that's three hats? Ten hats, please. Ten hat, a ten hat microphone, and they say... No, sir, please leave. Please get out. Well, I have more than 400 hats, so... What? Yeah. 400 hats? More than that, yeah. What? 
So most of them are back in Israel at my mom's house because to yeah. carry them every time it's like to bring luggages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a yes, significant yeah. amount of luggage. <laughs> but I think in England they have about 70 of them. Wow. wow. You're like a rapper. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Is but it caps or like... Everything. Wow. Everything. So one of them literally is like a koala bear and I have ears. Amazing. Kind of thing. Awesome. What's and wrong with your head? Like, why do, you hate your, <laughs> why do you hate your skull so much? On the contrary... Well, first of all, my head is awesome because I'm Good the Good for you, babe. Thank you. I'm the type of... You know, like how people can wear any type of sunglass? So yeah. I can wear every type of hat oh. and I will look good in it. Excellent, yeah. Um, and Sweet another colors. funny thing is that I don't have a forehead. I have a two head. <laughs> so I can... Oh, my God. You do have a really small forehead. Yeah. Oh. So maybe that's the trick with a hat. Right. Ah. Excellent. I have a re- so both Sam and I have very strange heads. Mine is large. And mine is also large. But mine is sort of round and yours is more square and masculine. Yeah. So both of us look absolutely ridiculous in I any type of I hat. I can't wear hats. Yeah. They look... They either look like... Uh, a drug dealer yeah like very and i and there's nothing about me i'm not an intimidating or criminal looking person really i'm about as white and bland as you can get pretty much but put a hat on bang drug dealer <laughs> sorted <laughs> yeah. yeah that's halloween sorted yeah. for you when i bought my uh when i bought my uh kit to graduate in what they called graduation robe and cap and you have to hire it and all that sort God, of stuff so, oh, yeah yeah Fucking con of the century yes it really is you have to send them your skull measurement so you can um obviously rent the right hat on the day and i all my friends were like yeah mine's like 22 23 inches i was like mine's 27 like how is mine 27 and i was like i called my mum and i was like mum my head is i'm just measuring my cap my head is huge she's like yeah i know i was like how do you know and she was like i pushed it out of yeah. my <laughs> I was like oh oh no apparently she was like pushing really 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 hard and they were like come on like you know put some welly into it she's like I am and then when I was born they measured my head like oh she's got a massive head she's like I know <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> my poor mother that's a shame yeah well it's going back to the to the test of the mic that you said you have a skull yeah yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sam asked me for some levels earlier on and I was like I have legs and hair and a skull, skull. Um, <laughs> I had a high a, energy sound level check <laughs> I had a teacher once when I was uh, a teenager I was I mean this might be surprising to you Annie I was very confrontational oh, really? and oppositional wow and what a wanted surprise. to like make waves and be a problem and I wore a skull earring because I was super cool. <laughs> I was incredibly cool and I had a skull earring. Great. And we had a supply teacher or an assistant teacher or something and she said it was offensive because it represented death. And I said, being a precocious little shit that I am, I said, how can it possibly represent death? Because if you didn't have a skull, you would be dead. So by that logic, anything that doesn't have a skull on it represents death. <laughs> <laughs> so i find so i said i find your jewelry offensive because it doesn't have skulls on there you go if i had you in my classroom you would have been out the door faster than you could have said knife like I'm, seriously I was a terrible student i'd have been like get outside i'd have done one of my like come to jesus talks with you you would have barely listened to me and then you've gone back into the classroom and barely listened but to the me problem for the, rest of the hour the worst thing was i was the worst kind of bad student because i was badly behaved and like a little shit but yep. then like aced every exam oh. the worst that Fucking was worst. me in high school yes oh. <laughs> 
I was as what? I was a big nerd in high school. Like I really tried really hard and you know, occasionally I'd be like, Yeah, I'm gonna just join in with everyone else and be like, Fuck teachers, yeah. <laughs> but really I was like, I'm really sorry, teachers isn't meaning. And then I did kind of mediocrely in exams. Like I did I did well, like I was bright, but I wasn't like, you know, straight A kind of aced it. Yeah. You know, I got some B's, I got some C's. Yeah, yeah. You know. I've I was doing the wrong thing, clearly. Clearly, just, <laughs> clearly just I should have been be embracing it. the little shit life. Yeah, yeah. So to be a by. smarty fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is the worst, though. The clever ones that are little shits. Yeah, that was me. Um, so this is an improv. Podcast. I would never have been your friend had we met twenty years. Probably not. No. We we would have been. I'd have been like, God, very that boy's people. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I was horrible. End up marrying him in ten years' time. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he says I'm not now. I'm all right, I guess. You seem to I mean, you're okay. I came downstairs yesterday and you'd stacked loads of uh, bottles and cups and things into a big tower yeah. and then put a post-it note on it saying, fuck you, with a drawn <laughs> middle finger up. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was Isn't... because you did something, you like, you referred to me as your tea slave or something. Yeah. And so... To my own mother. That's right. Yeah. So and I was then, like... So, yeah so basically I wanted a cup of, Sam made himself a cup of coffee it's a cardinal sin of being an engaged couple Sam made himself a cup of coffee and didn't make me a cup of tea I was like what the fuck where's my fuck where's my fucking tea like yeah, where is my cool. yeah that's not that's on at all cool. absolutely thank you Eden <laughs> and then so I said that I would trap him Sam being like six foot two me being I'm like six foot. I'm not six foot two you are I'm six foot on the dot uh, I'm six foot are you sure yeah okay. I'm 186 centimetres on the on the nose on the nose okay let's compromise and say you're six foot one <laughs> I think you're taller than that. I don't think so. Well, it's, mm. well you're short, so... That's She's true. I'm five foot high. Yeah, it's like when you go back to playgrounds that you used to play in as a kid, and you're like, everything's tiny. It's like, because I was smaller then. Like, <laughs> that makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm five foot six, so I was sort of standing in front of him like, I'm going to trap you in here <laughs> until <laughs> until you make me a cup of tea. And he was very upset by that. Uh, and then my, I sent a, a video of me doing that to my mum, and she was like, oh, poor Sam. I was like, poor Sam! Poor, poor Sam! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> It's a tough life. It's a hard life being me. Mm. Um, so hard done by. So this is an improv podcast. We have a bell in the centre of the table, which is actually cleverly disguised as a sampler, uh-huh. a, a drum pad sampler. And when struck, it makes that sound. Now, anyone around the table at any point can hit the bell to start a scene, initiate that scene, and another bell to end it. Oh, oh. You have to sort of you have to give it a little whack, it. a little yeah. strike. So, so it's like proper bill. If you touch you can, it gently, yeah. it will. It will. It's like it's touch sensitive. It does a it? sad bell if you do it. Yeah. If you do it. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta hit it. Poor bell. Um, I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, so anyone around the table can begin or end a scene. Mm-hmm. If 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 it's yep. so so um, graduation clothes, right? Yeah. So I don't have a degree. I dropped out of university, making me a pariah in modern society. Um, but not having a degree mm-hmm. uh, and did we go to the same uni I feel like you went to my uni for I like went to a month. Ealing yeah it was Ealing, Ealing Polytechnic Ealing Poly, but it wasn't the Poly when I was there Where were you, what was it College of Design Art College of Design of, yeah music West what was it and then East it, London West London West, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, it's that way it's that way around West yeah. London College of Music or something whatever it was. yeah but then it must have merged into London College of Music after you left and before I joined yeah surely maybe University of West London anyway, that whole that umbrella thing. of schools do you need to take a boat for, to get there <laughs> <laughs> you need to take an, an unnecessarily slow tube train yeah uh, it like... feels like that yeah it feels like that in Brighton to be honest though like when I lived in London I was like anywhere north of Watford is north but now I feel anywhere north of like 
Burgess Hill is north. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. any, anything above Gatwick. It's the is north. It's up all they have that up north. Don't oh, they? yeah, they love it. Yeah, they oh, yeah. That. So I'm a northern. Yeah, yeah northern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, a lot of my, most of my friends have degrees and have graduated, and I've been to a few graduation ceremonies. And it just seems like they go, like, oh, you have to rent the costume. The, the Halloween Seagulls costume are laughing because of um, tradition because it's tradition it goes back which is a dumb reason for anything for a start um, but also I just want to ask them I just want to say to the people what would happen if you handed somebody a piece of paper which isn't actually their degree is just a stand-in piece of paper yeah and they we weren't got- wearing a special hat what would happen would the world collapse in on itself oh yeah Ooh. would it be like the downfall of society. It's like all those people saying, like, gay marriage would be the end of society, and then it happened, and, oh, we're still here. Oh, look, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Did. Well, that's because people came inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God, those girls I lived with, Jesus. They were not smart. So, right, that's... So they thought... But so, first of all... <laughs> I can't get so, my head okay, this, okay, so this conversation, this, this conversation came about, I remember it very clearly... Um, well, parts of it very clearly. I, I had c- just come back from the sexual health clinic. Uh, I'd had like just a standard MOT, like everything's clean as a whistle, you know. And like everyone was like, "How was it?" And I was like, "It was fine." Um, and then I, when I was a teen, when I was a teenager and a young adult, I had, had OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, and I was a massive germaphobe and was terrified of catching anything, literally anything. But my big fear was catching something incurable like herpes or HIV or something that kind of like lives in you for the rest of your life regardless of how, you know, uh, destructive it is. Um, And that was my little phobia that I had and I was very open about that because mental health and phobias and I was like, this is a thing I'm trying to change. And it turned into, so me telling that to my housemates turned into a discussion about how one can catch HIV. Um, And one of the girls said that because she was a white woman she wasn't going to catch it sorry what yeah so that was the first one she was like well i i don't get it because i'm a white because i'm a white woman and i was like no that's that's not that's not because then my phobia is completely null and void surely like i was like i was like no no that's not that's not what it is and then i can't remember how the conversation went after that but then it also it, the, I, I sort of noped out of the conversation when another girl in the conversation said that a nurse had told her that the reason that people she was like no a nurse told me no a nurse told her that she couldn't get HIV that was it and then the conversation ended with someone else saying oh yeah the reason that men become gay is because they have another man come inside of them so like they have to have one curious yeah but how do they get the first bisexual, one well they have to have one curious like bisexual I say inverted commas encounter and then they're like oh that's me I'm converted but it's the cum it's the it's, it's the, the whole it's the, it's the science of the cum that gets in there and then like infiltrates their so wow. does it work also system. opposite if if a woman is into women and then a man comes into oh maybe I don't know it was, <laughs> she, become... she was like it's something to do with testosterone I was like oh, no, no. oh my god oh my god yeah what a damaging viewpoint yeah this was two separate people who were old enough to vote have children oh god yeah old enough to drive a car I think the thing that frightens me the most is they're old enough to vote and have children yeah and the those things that explain to you things like Trump basically yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. the two out of the two girls one of them uh, 
is now oddly in an it, it, well, I mean not oddly but it is now in an interracial relationship okay which I was like oh thank god <laughs> oh thank god when I saw her on Facebook although, and then the other one has got two children I think okay although being in an interracial relationship I found does not cure racism no no <laughs> yeah it's fine because my girlfriend's black or yeah my boyfriend's um, from but wherever. your views are still bad and yeah old. and you <laughs> still think that you won't get like internal- because you're white yeah it's like internalized misogyny and internalized yeah. homophobia sometimes it's not people's fault you know fuck it gets really serious on a Sunday when we're it tired does, doesn't right. it does right we're keeping it light guys let's light, stay off light. the HIV and <laughs> Hatred and internalized homophobia. I remember someone at college saying, two of the girls and a couple of guys were having a a talk. It was in like a green room before a show. I think it was in the Queen Elizabeth Hall. Oh, right. um, On South Bank. Yeah, yeah. Um, We were there in in the green room just talking and somebody said that there was no point lesbians having sex with strap-ons because they may as well be having sex with men. What the fuck are you talking about? By that logic, as a queer woman, this hurts me exactly. enormously. But that, well, by that logic, even if you, even if that wasn't incredibly offensive and dumb, it would surely mean that there's no point having sex with the person you want to have sex with because our anatomies are essentially interchangeable, and therefore, you having sex with one person is the same as having sex with anyone. Well, it's like saying that if a straight guy is doing anal with his woman, then he might as well be gay. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. what? What? No. <laughs> what? It was bizarre. I was, and I sat there. I was must have been 17, 18 at the time. Just like, damaging. what, what are you people? Jesus. <laughs> Who are, are you? you with? Well, it was, so was the it college, college I went to, yeah. it was, yeah, Brit school. Um, so a lot of the people were from the outlying regions of London. So from Kent and from from around there home from like counties. the very very yeah the home county the very rich parts of the sort of commuter belt yeah outside the M25. so well off families who don't want to be a part of this all that multiculturalism they have there in london they don't want to be a part of that you know that no, kind let's of stay outside of the m25 make kind sure of safe. attitude yeah it's gross yeah i done my master's in acting next like in essex area mm-hmm. so loud and depth ah, east 15 yeah exactly um so we had there the I think it was the first week of studying and I went with one of my friends that did with me masters and she's from Brazil and we went to this bar and it felt like going to a complete hilly really type of <laughs> You're not from around here, are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I asked to put the Beatles and they're like looked at me as if I'm you're asking for a British band in Britain? <laughs> you foreigner. Wow. Like, oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> That's very well. I was talking about the Beatles the other day with my piano teacher because I, although I am a singing and piano teacher, I still have singing and piano lessons, as I think everyone should. You just have to stay one step ahead of the students. Yeah, yeah, just as long as I'm one step ahead of the person (laughs) I'm teaching, I don't mind. Um, And we were talking about the song You'll Be Back from Hamilton. um, And because I'm learning to play it, and well, I can play the chords on the piano, but I want to now flesh it out and be able to play kind of more and make it more rhythmic and like a fuller sound as opposed to just bash, chord, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. something a bit more, um, a bit more doodling, as he'd call it. And um, it, 
is apparent to me that <laughs> Lynn Manuel Miranda, who wrote Hamilton, has just kind of gone, right, I need to write a song for an English person. What's the most English thing I can think of? The Beatles. <laughs> if you go to Spotify and listen to this song, it's a complete, it's not, I wouldn't say a rip off because I love Lynn too much to say that he's ripped off anything. Well, Hamilton has a it's lot a, of homages to. Yeah, homages, to, parody, that sort of thing. There's yeah. lots of references even to musical theatre within Hamilton, um, which I really enjoy as a musical theatre nerd. Um, but yeah, if you listen to it's You'll Be Back Beatles. from Hamilton, it's yeah. like, at the end, it's like, everybody! I was like, yeah. I just love that he's kind of gone, right, I need to write a song for an English king. The- so I'll write it like the Beatles. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, it makes me so happy. That's cute. It's also nice. very easy to play on the piano. It's a very good song. Beatles pop songs, just chord, chord, chord. Well, and then there are, so the chord charts for Beatles songs look a lot more intimidating than they are. Yeah. Because they... There was some sort of jazz harmony stuff they did, which was quite interesting. Yeah, but and like changing majors into minors for the ending. Yeah. Uh, Very Beatles. An end of a Beatles song. Yeah, there we go. There's some musical musical theatre chat, yeah. and, and we managed to get musical theatre chat into. Do you want to talk about Spain for a bit? I tell you what, there was an anecdote out of what Eden just said a minute ago, and I was like, something like that happened to me in Spain, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> so this if anything, bone of sir, I'm if anything, <laughs> sir, you brought it up. Would you like to? Explain to the listeners um, and Eden, who's looking very perplexed you, right now. You used now. to live in Spain. I did. Okay. Yeah. And he lived in Spain for nine months. And <laughs> that qualifies me to know everything. She knows about it. everything about Spain. You did travel around a lot, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So you have seen a lot of it. I Was have... it Spain or the Catalan? Uh, no, so because so the company that I worked for um, had a direct competitor in Catalonia, so we barely worked in Catalonia, but we worked in like the rest of. Excuse me, the rest of Spain. You like okay. rival theatre companies. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets and the Sharks. Of Spain. <laughs> Lost Jets and Lost <laughs> Sharks. I can't even think of the word for shark in Spanish or jet. That's embarrassing. El Shark. Uh, uh, rac- uh, El Charco. Fran- <laughs> French is uh, um, Requin for shark. You're right. Um, uh, leave it. Tweet us at ContrivePod. What is the Spanish? Oh, no, tweet. Elena Kerrigan, please tweet us. At Real Annie Harris. Any any corrections and complaints Thank you. that you have about this? Um, yes, I had. I'm, I'm not even going to tell it now. But every single podcast that we've done since we had our friend Elena on, who is from uh, Santander, I have mentioned the fact that I lived in Spain and brought up. There's an anecdote. Oh, it then you to need to say it. Come on, no, no. Like, <laughs> we need no. to continue. It's not, the well, it's, not as, it's not as interesting. It's just the fact that I had some friends come to stay with me in Madrid, and they and they had to wait for me in a bar near my apartment which was sort of like in the like the suburbs of Madrid so they kind of walked into this really grotty bar with like all these old dudes and they just like these three little sort of young women clearly very British just walked into the walked into the bar and were just like hello um could we have a glass of red wine do you have wine? any pims I'd love a red wine please <laughs> and there's all these dudes sat in there like smoking indoors just like <clears throat> like grunting at them but I didn't say it and then, and then you brought it up so I think that can go down in history as you you did say that well only because you and our guest asked me to that's true well the good thing about Spain when you go to bars well most well the ones that I've been Spain to, chat Spain <laughs> chat <laughs> they have they have like free measurements right yeah so it's like free pour yeah the, the start I didn't know it but then they, they continue pouring and I'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> I'm gonna be fucked thing? yeah and then someone told me listen you need to tell them to stop or else they continue and I had the same in Brazil that like you get 
just after two or three that's it you're, you're speaking chinese it's like <laughs> i'd love to go to brazil that would be amazing oh my. south america is like one of my dreams highly recommend oh, well, highly recommend if i was ever to have to have children i would i would well i would adopt children if i was ever to adopt children i would want to adopt them from south america um because um i've done a lot of research actually into adoption and one of the things that um it says one of the like the first thing that says not on it 10 things you should know before considering adoption type you know articles and things is that you should adopt from a country where you are comfortable speaking the language because obviously you're gonna have to go back and forth to that country quite a lot yeah. um but then i've had friends be like well why don't you just adopt from from britain and i'm like it's not as fancy is it <laughs> <laughs> you want like, to damn. have it import come on yeah exactly yeah i'm like oh damn it that is a really really good point we have so many children here it's in true. need of good homes shit aids hiv adoption jesus yeah. it's very very it's very serious very let's, serious. let's keep it light yeah <laughs> boobies and tits willy willy bum bum that's nice sweetheart i was thinking we could go to that the bar on the the one street over <laughs> Thank you. Your input was also valuable. Okay. And I'm listening to you. I'm just singing I'm a little you. song for you no, while I we're sitting it. in this bar together. I just want to go... I just think, like, we always go to the bar on our road. We should go to the one on the one road over. Ooh. Be nice at that. Sounds fancy. Let's go in. Cree? <coughs> They're not from around here. <coughs> Where did you come from? Oh, we're just... Terribly uh, sorry. We're just one street over. Yes. Um, we're terribly sorry. I'm just wondering if we'd have a, a, a glass of um, it, it, what's that horrible drink that posh people drink? Um, what's it called? That orange stuff that tastes like rust. What's it called? You drink it all the time. You drink it all the time. What's it called? We've only got local ales. What's that drink called? <laughs> local ales for local. With a C. I don't know what you're talking about. It tastes about. like rust. Taste. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Something orange and something. Orangina. No. Oh God! What's it called? Is it orange liqueur, Campari? I don't drink Campari. You've had Campari. I've had Campari. Yeah. I resent. I resent the implication that I drink Campari. It tastes like rust. In in Israel, they do shots of Campari. What? It's drinking rust water. It's it's okay. I like it with like like lemonade or tonic or something. My brain was like Cointreau. I was like, no, it's not Cointreau. My brain was like, "Uh, how about, have you considered Cointreau? I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) How about Cointreau? Yeah, I was like, (sighs) Campari. Sorry, I completely tanked that scene and I don't care. That's fine. It was driving me mad. I was like angrily bashing my mud on, mud, mug, mug on the table. Do you need to do some (laughs) warm-ups? <laughs> so how did you get in what's your um performance background what do how did you get into um well i started i basically lived in this so i started when i was five with dancing mm-hmm. um and changed different types of dancing throughout the years and then when i was eight i discovered acting because uh, a mother of one of my friends just decided that she wants to create a group for us. Aww. And um, she found the director that opened um, for us, especially in her house, a children's group. Oh, wow. And she was like the big director and working with older people. And it was the first time that she was... But she was big kids. But she was really strict, you know? She was still giving us the whole rules of, of theater of like, you have to wear black. And if you have a logo, you need to... You go and you change. You tell your mother to make sure that you have... A wow. <laughs> oh we weren't able to... Like, we were, Was to, this in Israel? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and to drag 
uh, furniture no because you might be backstage and you don't drag furniture and you don't drag furniture on stage so no way. if you need help you ask your friends and we used to, and it was like proper rules and, and wow out of the group I was the only one that that survived the <laughs> oh, really <laughs> the strict regime what an amazing thing to do though just to be like well I'm a really big hotshot director I'm just gonna get all the neighborhood kids around the living room and teach them how to be and be really strict strict yeah. actors yeah basically, yeah, basically <laughs> that. I haven't had enough bossing people in my real in my work life so I'm gonna boss people in my house as well it was like when we we went boating yesterday and there was a dad and his son in a kayak yeah rowing and it just looked like miserable I remember doing <laughs> doing stuff like that when it's like I'm going to do this and we're going to take all the fun out of it yeah how can we take go. all the fun oh. out of this activity how can we yeah remove the fun and make it a chore so a that boot camp yeah thing. exactly but weirdly enough yeah it was it was actually really fun I mean I don't know I enjoyed it yeah uh, other than one time that I injured my like I almost broke my nose oh no because we needed to improvise things every time there was a different reason of why we need to go back and why we need to go yep. forward forward and back yeah yep. um and then I went forward and I did the scene as if I have a dog on a leash it's mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. just pulling you drag me yep. and I dragged myself into a stack of chairs <laughs> with my face and I started bleeding in the middle of the lesson and I'm like my first reaction was just Naughty dog. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And everybody see me bleeding and I'm like smiling in there. Um, and yeah, for for a while I tried to kind of, when I was 16, I've like left modeling, left yep. the acting. My mom got in my head with like, there's no money in that. Mm-hmm. My parents are medical family. Mine too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, my, mom's, doctor. my mom's medicine. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and then... When I got older, I found myself all the time like doing the ceremonies in school and mm-hmm. and all that. And then I came to earn, you know, and getting into voiceover yep. uh, in high school. And then I came to my mom after the army, and I'm like, you know what? There are more millionaires in the world that are actors than are doctors. <laughs> That's true. So <laughs> I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna stay in acting. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, basically I I left. Um, Israel to pursue acting mm-hmm. um, so got around the world to save money with other jobs and, mm-hmm. and did all the time the courses in England uh, mainly London and a bit of LA a bit of Italy Comedia dell'arte mm-hmm. and recently I got into stand-up comedy all right Excellent. so I'm now I'm like yeah I'm a stand-up comedian Excellent. well I got it for good causes because I found um, this type of course so they called ultra comedy right um and they do stand-up comedy that is also a fundraising for cancer research uk excellent so i said okay trying something new yep for a good cause for a good cause yep. why not i'm like that's yeah 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 that's great yeah um and i was so scared because well i used to write when i was younger yeah um and then when i was about 11 12 um friends of mine like I did a birthday and whatever and a couple of the guys from the scope a couple of the boys just opened my diary and my poetry stuff and started reading it out loud oh no so I stopped writing after that oh that's awful because well because it was very private and yeah. to read it out loud like the, it wasn't something embarrassing or anything I didn't still, have it's so, your own but still it's yeah. for me yeah yeah and I was very creative with my diary. I used to write it because I have my my middle name. Mm-hmm. So I used to write it to, as if it's a person, to okay. my middle name. Yep. So I'm like, 
I have Vital, blah, 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 writing everything that I wanted to send, like, love and kisses and hugs, Eden. That's really sweet. <laughs> but then, But then yeah, they're making fun of you for that. Didn't, didn't touch it after that. So to, it was so horrific to go to stand-up comedy yeah. and kind of write my own stuff and, and it has to be funny. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I'm funny. I'm like... But yeah, it was it was quite cool. I mean, the group that I was in, very versatile. A lot of people from very different backgrounds. Uh, most of them actually not performers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a sold out show, mm-hmm. which is like good. good so yeah. we fundraised a lot of money. Um, and uh, yeah, people That's were it. laughing. It yeah. was it was good and, and enjoyed my 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 basically my set. So. Yeah. Like fantastic, yeah. Would you, would you describe yourself as observational comedian or or surreal or what kind of? I it's think ob- hard. observational, observational. yeah, because uh, I kind of write with a stream of thought. Yeah. Um. So my set there was about the public transportation in London. Yeah. But it's a lot of material in there. A lot of material, <laughs> but I wrote it kind of in a reverse way of how much I love the public transportation. Okay. And then. Yeah. But then there's this and this and this and this and mm-hmm. this and this. Mm-hmm. But I love the public presentation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. That's a, that's a big subject. Pub- I have, um, I went to Melbourne a couple of years ago mm. and uh, they have a sort of similar public transport with trams and things and, and tube trains. And it, it ran really well. It was really good, but it was so slow. Like it made it made me yearn for the for the district lines, like what I thought was a slow train, but yeah. the the Melbourne one, oh my god, you don't get like we were coming from outside of the city to the centre, and it was like forty minutes, oh, and it's like Melbourne's not that big, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne's pretty small as places go, and but it just took it just takes forever. There's all loads of stops, so. When you when you kind of looking if they have call to yeah. to make it run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so slow, it was ridiculous, and the the routes changed throughout the day. So the timetables were like time were time dependent. So it was like you can go. It goes this way around the loop at these times of day, and the other way around the loop at later in the afternoon. So confusing. Yeah, and it's it was on the last day on the day we were leaving when we were getting on the tube to go to the airport and I was like I get it now I just worked it out <laughs> guys I just worked it out <laughs> it will always be in the last yeah. okay got it I got, got it. it I worked it out <laughs> guys it's it's a t- yeah it was weird because I just wasn't used to that like level of complexity with it like even the circle line which isn't really a circle it's yeah I mean it goes it does go in a circle but then it stops they stop up the top and <laughs> some of them turn around it's not a circle <laughs> It's not. It should be called. I don't know. The the broken ring line. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, okay, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Stop. <laughs> stop now. Wherever, whatever station it is at the top in the north. That I can't remember what it is. Whatever. Of which? Of which? Over oh, the of the circle line where it stops. Um, I can't remember. Is it no Liverpool? Liverpool. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. whichever one it is. Although, as a, I grew up in London, so I lived there for over 30 years and I still see tube stations that I've never heard of like they'll, someone will be like oh I'm just getting off at whatever and I'm like where? where the hell is that? <laughs> well <laughs> I'll tell you what I came across the other day and it was the idea the Elizabeth line 
the new one I don't know I've, yeah. s- I've seen like they crossed it off but mm. apparently there was or there will be Elizabeth line there and it's be. purple like ooh yeah because there aren't enough line. tube lines named after the queen god's sake <laughs> jubilee line all of the others um yeah it's the it's the what is it the Thames link no crosslink crosslink mm. that's it so it's like going diagonally across from sort of the uh, southeast kind of industrial areas into central London because there's no there's no link at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what it's for. But yes, it will be the Elizabeth line. Well, I, I got it. I'm like, I love the color purple, and yeah. I'm like, there you go. How long have I not been? Because well, I used to live in Brighton until November, oh, um, right. and then kind of we kind of moved very slowly mm-hmm. back to London because in between I had Panama for a month and I had. Mm-hmm. Thailand and Zanzibar and whatever um, and I'm like how long have I not been living in London <laughs> they built a new tube line yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well they, they used to be the um, uh, welcome back to tube chat uh, <laughs> they used to be the, the East London line which is now the overground line so it was it's the same colour and it took they just extended it down into South East London and links up with the with the DLR stations and stuff, but it it was the East London line, and it was so bad, it was incredibly short, um, and pointless and spotty. Like it was, you remember the East London line? Did you? Ever I'm back. Um. <laughs> Hello. Uh, More pointless than the what is it? The one that gets from Bank to yeah. This is <laughs> oh yeah. Is that the city the, city and the Waterloo and City line? But that one is amazingly busy, obviously because it's all the people coming into Waterloo, obviously, i.e., living in Surrey, yep. going in and commuting directly to the city. Yeah, that's Surrey people. Yeah, coming in from. <laughs> We're well, all I mean, sorry for that. Coming <laughs> into, yeah, coming in from Waterloo is all southwest and so sort of Guildford, Surrey, yeah, Isha, that sort of direction. Yeah, we, so yeah, we look at you, people from Surrey. Yeah, we're looking at you. We got your number. Um, sorry, I just, just, just this, one, uh, line. <laughs> this one pod, station train. This show is not for people from Surrey. I'm a, I'm a Surrey racist. All just, of a uh, oh, well, that means um, Natalie can't listen to it. Our friend Natalie, oh. but she's from Croydon. That's worse. Yeah, <laughs> or Red Hill. I think she was born. Right. Um, yeah. Shout out to you, Natalie, if you're listening. Hi, Natalie. Um, sorry for disappearing for a little bit. I have uh, digestive disorders, so every now and again, I just need to disappear. That's fine. And go and sit and shut. Yeah. Going out. Shut myself in a bathroom for like 15 minutes and be like, okay, we're good. Yeah, we're grand. Um, while I was uh, waiting in the bathroom I, for reasons that I won't specify, I booked just tickets to see Tim Meredith's do the thing tonight. Oh, fantastic! At seven thirty, it's their last night. That's yeah, excellent. Yeah, we're we, going to see our friend do an improv. I I have done next Benson's to nothing. For, Benson's for Benz. Tim Meredith. Yes, the one who's written uh, "Tim oh. spit in my mouth, Daddy" on the table. Is it? There it is. Spit yeah. in oh. my mouth, Daddy. There you Thank, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Tim. All right. <laughs> all of our guests sign the table, a la Comedy Bang Bang. And Tim wrote... No, it was my idea. They stole it from oh, me. Oh, okay. Spit in my mouth, Daddy. Yeah. Is that his signature or that's the name of the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a relative... It was a very... I, it remains one of my favourite episodes when we had the, the Tiny Dynamite boys yeah. on the show. It was a two-parter. It was a... Yes. It was a, a naughty episode where we were just... Oh, politics and... Churchill and With, Benson's uh, for Beds. Maths Boffin. Maths Boffin. Reeve Stevens. Reeve Stevens. <laughs> um, and, uh, and at the very, one of the last minutes, Tim shouted, spit in my mouth, daddy. Um, <laughs> 
I can't remember why. <laughs> Completely like apropos, 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 apropos. I thought so. Apropos of nothing was just like spit in my mouth, daddy. We were like, what? it was a weird one. <laughs> Where did that come it- from? I don't know if it's weirder if it's like someone that has like call their partner daddy or if yeah. it's actual daddy. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know which is weirder. He just finished a scene improvising where he was uh, Churchill's mother. Um, oh, and yeah. Churchill wanted to come out who wanted Churchill to come out and play? Roosevelt Roosevelt wanted Churchill <laughs> to come out and play and Churchill's mum said no and then he was like oh mum and then mum just turned away to the side to him as mum turned away she was like you shut up yourself Churchill <laughs> one of my favourite lines that's ever been screamed on this podcast it was a good episode oh it was so we're going to see his show tonight excellent yeah do the thing you're great yeah Simon um, and Tim and the other one I don't know him Ian Ian Sorry, Ian. I think it's Ian. I don't think we've ever Sorry, met him, Ian. have we? I've never actually spoken to him. He stands silently on the side of the stage playing guitar. He does the accompaniment <laughs> for their show. Oh, okay. So he doesn't talk. So it's just like having a silent partner in the show. It's quite, it works really well. Plant number three. Oh, here we <laughs> yeah. go. Two men do all the singing and acting. One man does all the music. You do all the laughing. Aww. There we go. It's a good show. Uh, and on that note, we're going to take a short break. Woo. Thank you for listening. Weddings in England are so much easier. Yeah. I mean, there's so because much Because the economy simpler. is so fucked, we don't have any money. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. that's why. Yeah, we live in a bin country. Yeah, we live in an absolute garbage hole uh, country. A trash, a trash hole. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Contrived and Insufferable, the only podcast uh, recorded in the garbage hole of a country. Yep. Um, sorry, where, but... Where you have pins with your name on We do. We have, oh, yeah, we have our own... the pins. We have our own badges, but uh, the country is still bad. Um... Welcome back to part two. I'm here with Annie Harris, who's on her phone. Hello. Just do some texting. If texting you one of my friends who's actually not feeling very well in the brain. Oh, so dear. now you feel bad, don't oh, you? I feel bad now. I've I've upset someone. One of our friends that's not feeling very well in the brain. So tell them to snap out of it. Wow. <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday because we were. Um, what was what was the matter with me yesterday? You were glum. I was you, glum. You had a bad yeah. tummy, and you. No, I was. Oh, yeah, I had a I had a bad tummy, and I was also feeling glum. And I was like, it's amazing that some people can think that you can tell people with mental illness to snap out of it. Wow, I'm really on the dark train today, aren't That's I? True. Yeah. Well, I was, I was actually, yeah. So over the weekend, um, well, this will be in July. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> last month. <laughs> um, this episode was recorded at the beginning of June, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about the fringe and it's like 22nd of July. Yeah, yeah right. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. So a month and a half ago, <laughs> um, there was a, a friend of mine basically arranged um, actually a festival for Mind. Um, so apparently, Amazing. yeah, apparently it's her fourth year and she's doing it in Catford um, in the Constitutional Club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's so cool. We should go. It's like, so today is the last day. Oh. We'll go next year. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was, it was great. There was a barbecue outside with those. So vegan stuff and awesome. uh, DJs in two rooms and live bands mm-hmm. and uh, That's so cool. It was yeah, it was lovely and people basically were able to put money at the door to for to fundraise yep. for that and then yeah for a ten quid they got a bag so uh, yeah it was cool. so yeah perfect. that's so cool yeah it's very nice awesome i got my start in podcasting through mental the podcast to destigmatize mental health which is how i sort of started uh in the podcasting industry if you like and, yeah. and made me realize that podcasting is really awesome because it was just so nice to 
get all the feedback from people and say like just this one regular thing every Thursday is keeping me sane like just the routine of the podcast coming out on a Thursday I know that's what I can expect yeah and when I listen to it I don't feel like I'm on my own that's really good it was lovely that's really important yeah it was really it was a lovely it was a lovely job <sighs> but they are based in Birmingham and we live in Brighton yes so after a while it just got a bit tricky and the UK is not organized alphabetically unfortunately so, not. No. unfortunately they're not next to each the other well that would have been so useful <laughs> or so confusing next door, yeah. to, it's like, next door to bristol yeah pop over the road to brisbane that would be great <laughs> that would have been but unfortunately brixton brisbane that would be a straight if all those places were exactly the same as they are but they were all just next to each other it would, it would just would be, be well, all of them are famous for hipsters yeah that's true yeah the, br- the br places the, the three br- places brixton br- brighton bristol <laughs> Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah. Bath would be there. Bath less, would less, fewer hipsters in Bath. I think. I don't actually know. Yeah, Is no. there? I don't know anything about Bath. We went there briefly. We did to visit one of my. Welcome to Bath. Hi. I'm the foremost expert on everything to do with bath oh well, thanks so there. much for having us hello, thank you madam and madam hello um, Hi. i'd this like is my, to this is my wife we'd like to uh, we'd like to see what bath has to offer well we have a dinosaur park wow a dinosaur park it's called Whoa. bath bath park oh and it you could have gone for jurassic bath oh uh, we've no. seen it at the brochure haven't we <laughs> oh yes we, we have yes have a the world's biggest indoor waterfall uh-huh in the shopping center which is called big old shopper <laughs> really big old I thought shopper. you were going to go can for we a take pub a, there can we take a bath you can take in a bath the, in bath in the, it's yeah? actually named after in the waterfall. it's actually one big bath that's <laughs> why we any, called it bath do you have any places that you can like long trails that you can walk along what you can do is pick a spot and just walk around in circles are they not called bathways? Come sorry. on, I set you up for Excuse that one. Excuse me, madam. I set you up for Excuse that one. Excuse me, this isn't the place for jokes. No? This is my career. Really? I, I love this city. Do you? And you're making Where, a joke. Where was Jane Austen born in? 1999. <laughs> 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 oh, everyone in Bath is just like, oh. <laughs> Right, I need to Google it. What? What year? What, oh, you didn't know, so I could have said. You could have said anything, but it definitely wasn't 1999. I think Sam. it was. I'm pretty sure. It but was. it's a great number. <laughs> Jane Austen. When was she born? <laughs> well, she died in 1897. Well, that doesn't mean she wasn't born in 1999. 1817. Sorry, oh. she was born in. She was born 16th of December 1775, and she lived until 18th of July 1817. The resurrection of wow. Jane Austen. So she didn't yeah. die. She and then she came died. back to life. She died quite young, 41. Did oh. she commit suicide? I feel like she's one of the ones that committed suicide. Was that Virginia Woolf? We were we were talking this morning about, we had a delightful conversation about um, guinea suicide. pig suicide. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I really want a cat. Go on. I was, uh, Annie really wants a cat. And I... It's not quite right. We could like the the landlord said we can have a cat if we stay for a long time, but we're not planning on staying for. I want to buy somewhere, so duh, 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 you know, um, it's not quite the right time for a cat. And Annie was like, you know, no, I said to her, you're because she's like a cat. She's very cat like. I am in a lot of ways. She likes naps and soft things warmth. and warmth and being <laughs> little being like in a little bundle. It's very cute. Being fussed over. Being fussed over. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you're a cat, you know. And she was like, well, you can't just leave a cat 
on its own without its own species it's not fair to leave an animal yeah <laughs> and it, i mean that's not true of cats they can't they'll find on their own they don't, they don't give a shit <laughs> they don't care yeah they don't care um and then she was like you wouldn't leave a guinea pig on its own because it would go mad and try and kill itself and oh then, she had hodgkin's uh, lymphoma oh that's a shame <laughs> wow god some people say that she died of arsenic poisoning some people say that she had hodgkin's lymphoma What's some that? people say it was the train that hit her we'll never know <laughs> iguanas do that yeah, they kill themselves. They kill themselves. Yeah, if if like if you leave them alone in the house, they have they have <laughs> suicidal tendencies. Apparently, it's not funny. It's that's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, it's not funny. There are people that keep iguanas as as, as, really as pets. <laughs> they need to go with them on their shoulders, kind of thing. Because if you leave them in the house alone and they don't have another so iguana, dramatic. What's a, it's so dramatic. Like, so <laughs> they're divas, basically. It's like you left me alone. So I'm going I'm done. I'm I'm calling it. Wow. Oh, that's really sad. It's like the night of the iguana. That's really sad. (laughs) But it was. We were just meant like a little, you know, like a little guinea pig-sized noose. (laughs) He's coming downstairs in the morning, just like it's trying to hang itself. Just like, what are you doing? He's like, you've left me overnight. Do they have like because they have the same like hamsters that they have those they, things that they can crawl yeah. so they can have from the house yeah they yeah <laughs> they need to be they need to be <laughs> guinea pigs need to be in pairs like <laughs> straight up like pet shops most pet shops any decent pet shop won't sell a guinea pig on its own any, anymore because they need to be <laughs> hi I'd like to buy a guinea pig please okay madam we've got all these different guinea pigs over here you can oh. have one oh. one guinea pig we sell oh. them in ones I don't think that we should buy him on his own. Uh, but, uh, baby, w- they only sell them we in sell ones. sell them at one. You can buy one and then go out but and come back in and buy another. But I wrote in my guinea pig magazine that you're supposed to make them have a friend, otherwise they get really sad and die. Don't listen to that guinea pig magazine propaganda. Well, in the shop they will know better than yeah, the magazine, darling. Yeah, we know darling. better. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'd like that one then. This one comes yeah. with its own little gun. Oh, so it can top itself if it needs to. Oh, does it have different colours of a gun? Yes, we oh. got gold and pink and silver. Oh, well, darling, would you like gold and pink gold, or silver? Gold will go really nicely with its fur. <laughs> yeah, and I'll get an extra. It only needs one bullet. Yeah. Because, you know, it can. They're, they're pretty good shots. And does the bullets have colours as yeah, well? Yeah, we got gold and pink and silver and green. I want, I want green because it will stand out against the blood. That's right, sweetheart. There you That's the spirit. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank That'll you, be four hundred pounds. Oh, four hundred pounds. Here's my mummy's money. <laughs> there you go. That was a lovely present for your birthday, I, darling. Oh, thank you so much. I've noticed, mummy, that when we're leaving, there's oh, <laughs> oh, hi. So we lost our gear. Ge- no, <laughs> that's no problem, madam. We do free refills. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> free refills. <laughs> free refills. <laughs> free refills. <laughs> oh my god! It's like a build a bear, but Sam's the- <laughs> doing his red silent laugh of "I'm very ashamed of what I've just said." <laughs> I haven't seen him do that for a long time, dear listener. <laughs> The last time I saw Sam do that laugh, he had implied that he gifted something to an orphanage in a scene. And and then his scene partner said, oh, really? That's very kind. What did they say? And then Sam said, the upkeep alone will bankrupt us. (laughs) (laughs) 
and he did his red I'm ashamed of myself laugh and I was like oh dear Sam's like a really easy read like he's you know if he's lying or embarrassed or anything it's very obvious he's, he goes a certain colour like of red or purple for whatever he feels <sighs> to match the blood of the yeah. <laughs> yikes I was just imagine you know like build a bear that you have the machine inside and stuff like, them stuff up them. Yeah. <laughs> you have those skinny pigs and you so fill them up with veins and <laughs> I'm glad that you think it's funny because I'm a friend to the animals me too but come on <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Free refills. Can we call that this is that's the title of the episode, isn't it? Free refills. Free refills. <laughs> yeah. No, so we decide the name of the episode during the episode. There you go. Yeah, so free refills it is. Um <laughs> we, I had free hell. refills refills on the on yesterday. the brain because yesterday we went to a themed restaurant in Tilgate Park. Uh, which was Western themed. It was called Smith and Western Barbecue or something. Oh, don't drop the name too much. <laughs> since it, right. We're about to rip it. Til- Tilgate Park. <laughs> Crawley. You can, Crawley. You cannot miss it. It's a gigantic wooden building. Ranch. Ranch. <laughs> it's called. Yeah. It's like looks like a shit ranch. Like now. To be Saloon, fair. Sorry, I think the word is. To be fair, the food was pretty good. It was not awful. It was like <laughs> it was above it was above average food that you'd buy in a park. Right? You yeah. wouldn't expect much you from think a restaurant. It would be you weren't horrible. worried about running to no. the loop the no. whole day after. That, that's all right. No. It, it was fun. we had a big plate of sharing nachos yep. and some curly fries and Sam had some chicken buffalo wings. Oh, they were good. Yeah. Those wings were good. Well, we also yeah, had free fun. refill. We got just the one free refill drink because I was like, what's the point in two people dry- buying an unlimited refill drink? It's ridiculous. Yeah, so, so I drank all my Diet Coke. And then and I, I drank. And I had to go and get it more. <laughs> and then I was like, can I have Sprite? And he was like, <sighs> <laughs> I don't know how you can drink Sprite. It's so sweet. So is Coke's disgusting. No, Ugh. it's great. Ugh. Diet Coke is great. No, you get that lovely chemically Spartame flavours. Yeah. Spartame? Yeah. Do you mean aspartame? Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying aspartame my whole life. It's aspartame. Nah. Yes, it is. I'm going to say aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> my cock is different. Aspartame. Amazing. It's not that it's aspartame. Or aspartame. Anyway. Oh, you're so sp- sweet. Aspartame, aspartame you. Aspartame. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> uh, hi there. Sam from the future here uh, just wanted to cut in and say that uh, I was I was right about the pronunciation of aspartame so you know there's that not that I'm a petty or small person but I was right so just bear that in mind Sam was right <laughs> so yeah we went to this really dire restaurant it was yesterday. very silly it was like the waiter came up to us and said in a very English accent he was like howdy partners um, can I get you <laughs> we were like oh oh the sadness <laughs> it was palpable it was good with a proper RP howdy partners no it was just like a dude from Crawley he was like alright yeah, right, howdy partners howdy partners anyway um, what can, can I, I <laughs> can I get you some drinks <laughs> I wish they just like Someone would just... I like the women wearing, like, denim shorts and cowboy hats and that sort of stuff. It was... Yeah. Yeah. It was very silly. Mm-hmm. The, 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 um... Was there a bull? You know, like the one... No. Oh, like a... No, like a, a bucking like a, bronco. No, no, it was, like, lots of, like, swinging, like, saloon doors and, uh... 
so, and then and an inexplicably Mexican. Well, it was stuff. they had a sort of like over the border kind of thing. I ah, so it was okay. Like, you know, you got your American cuisine and then your Mexican cuisine and things, which is good. Like, but that's, also sold like steak and steak, steak and ribs. Yeah. So the, I went to visit the water closet there, the little boys' room, <laughs> the cupboard of shame. <laughs> and uh, so, in on the way down to where the where the toilets are, there was uh, like it was like a mine. So it had. It's probably why I had mines on the mind, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, mine on the mind. It was like a mine, and it said, like, gold mine on it, right, as you go down the corridor. Now... For what? Now, to me, because it had, <laughs> like... It had like <laughs> Well, exactly. That's what I thought. I was like, this is where you get... You know, if you want piss, you've come to the right place. This is this is a gold is mine in many bucket. ways. <laughs> if you need... If you're yeah. after piss, come on down no, to the gold mine. to the golden mine. Right. Amazing. So, golden showers? I get. I'm even wow. sure. Wow! Yeah, what, I like it. Nice tie-in. It's the right place. Um, so it was a gold mine, and then the, the toilets aren't themed. The toilets are just normal restaurant toilets, I guess, for hygiene, health, and safety. I don't. Know. I don't know. Um, but it was weird walking from the like. There you know, it had the, like the little rafters in the in the ceiling for like the mine holding up the roof of the mine, and then you cool. just walk into a normal toilet. <laughs> just normal. Just like Aww. <laughs> it was a bit disappointing. I was, I was hoping for just a bunch of like wagon wheels and yeah a vulture the toilet flushes and it says like howdy or something that would have been fantastic yeah if it did that that's what i expected instead of the sound of water it just goes howdy <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing amazing um, but yeah just a normal restaurant. there we go there's lots of random shouting of yeehaw as well like i feel like it was a sort of a, a code for like i don't know a baby's been sick or something there's just people shouting over the restaurant just going yeehaw i'm responding yeehaw like yeah i'm coming with the mop kind of thing and and sort of a tourette syndrome you know? <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. and there was uh birthdays birthdays they were singing a variation on happy birthday yeah, badly. Badly. Yeah. You can sing Happy Birthday now. It's it's um, public domain now. Yes, it's been public domain for a long time. Not Surely. For, not well, not that long because somebody did technically own the rights to Happy Birthday. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Um, it's apparently the most earning song in the history of humanity. Hey, and then whoever's in charge of that went, "You can't own Happy what? You can't own Happy Birthday." Well, someone <laughs> someone did. wrote it. Yeah, someone, she, yeah, someone yeah, wrote it. A woman, it. like I can't but remember was, her name, but she actually wrote it and the. <laughs> I'm googling it. Fact checking. Uh, it was, it's like two sisters, I think, or something had 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 it, and now it's public domain because the court went. You can't fucking own Happy Birthday, you idiots. Well, the thing <laughs> is that you have like translations to it to have yeah. like with the same tune to every language. Yeah. Is that well done? Yeah, like, it's well good done that it fits you. fits <laughs> yeah. into it. You like jam it into some some language where the word here for Happy go. Birthday is yeah, very yeah. long. Um, here we are. So, uh, according to the 1998 Guinness World Records, it is the most recognised song in the English language, followed by "For He's a Jolly Good Fellow." The song's bass lyrics have been translated into at least 18 languages. Mm-hmm. The melody of "Happy Birthday to Come," "Happy Birthday to You," comes from the song "Good Morning to All," which has traditionally been attributed to American sisters Patty and Mildred J. Hill in 1893. Although the claim that the sisters composed the tune is disputed, I wonder why. Because they're women, perhaps. <laughs> Let's have a look. I wouldn't be surprised if they were also women of color. Let's have a look and see if we can find a picture of them. You carry on while I do. Uh, 1893. And seeing who, as, who takes royalties after they... they well, do? quite. And also, like... <laughs> oh, they co- weren't. Okay, there we are. But they were women. They were young women. Copyright, like, I think, is it 70 years after death in the, in the UK? Or 70 years after the recording? I 70 can't years after the death of the artist. Yeah, death of the artist. Yeah. Right. So we're all right. We so can- we're fine. We can do it. It's happy birthday. It's fine. <laughs> 
do whatever you want. Copyright status. Apart from when, um, interestingly, the copyright law in the US keeps changing whenever a load of Disney properties come up for renewal and it would go into public domain and then suddenly the law changes. Coincidentally. Well, when Disney? Yeah. <laughs> both the music and lyrics are in public domain in both the European Union and United States. The copyright expired in the European Union on January 1st, 2017. There we go. You're right. Yes. I will concede. We, we're not going to jail. 2017. So it's like literally Fairly, really just recently. Yeah. Very recently. Yeah. I remember them talking about it on um, Comedy Bang Bang, I think. Paul, Paul and Scott talking about it's just the podcast. My, I listen to the endless Comedy Bang Bang. To <laughs> it doesn't show. I love it. Really? Yeah. Good. I love it. Shout oh. out to Comedy Bang Bang, a podcast. I want to get Martin Sheffield Lately to bang sing bang. Our, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to get Martin Sheffield Lately to sing at our wedding. Drew Tarver, yeah. Yeah. Drew Tarver, if you're listening, I assume you are. We're inviting you to our wedding. You can come to our wedding. You can come to our house and just do Martin Sheffield Lately. Please. Um, <laughs> he does an amazing musical uh, comedy. Like Character called character, Martin yeah. Sheffield Lickley, who's like, like an 80s new wave uh, artist, British. But this guy is American, and he does like a British Does a really over-the-top British So accent. funny. <laughs> so good. It's like one of our favourite things at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drew, if you're listening, you are formally invited to sing at our wedding. <laughs> Please. We would love that. In a proper RP British. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's sort of like, uh, I can't even do the voice, which is annoying because I am British. <laughs> I try and do... Martin Sheffield Lickley's voice and I really struggle but Sam can do it really well yeah I'm not going to can you just do the thank you thank you there we go <laughs> like that. It does a real he really leans into it but then after the the last recording he's picked up a few like London furs and TH is becoming furs oh I've not noticed that and things I think he's sort of embellishing the accent a bit but it's not but that person wouldn't have a wouldn't have an estuary accent anyway. no anyway so I might phone and go. I might tweet him and go. Um, actually, actually, uh, oh. <laughs> you wouldn't know, but yeah. being an American, yeah, it's very good. British <sighs> accents—they're always yeah. I lived for a long time in South London, South London. Yeah, and you get things Best like part. bottle of water, bottle of water, bottle of water. There's no the, the the policy on consonants and vowels is that if you can do without them don't bother yeah. if you if you can make yourself understood to somebody who speaks exactly the same type <laughs> of southeast <laughs> london dialect that you do uh then it's fine Bol war yeah Bol war yeah and it's it's like can you make it even like more it's like smoothen it yeah take Bol the language war. and just smoothen it <laughs> yeah take, take out all of the any any hard stops and things like that take them out mm-hmm. get rid of them Saves a lot of time. Saves probably. a lot of time. Yeah, you beat we the south. Well, you're both South looking East at me and like <laughs> the, the South East London sort of... communicates at 110 percent of the. No, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. Uh, all lang- I think all languages in the world have about the same amount of meaning per minute transmission. Right? Someone else looked that up, but it's like I'm not doing. It, I'm looking at something else. It's like so in Spanish, each syllable has less meaning uh, because there are fewer syllable combinations, but they. St- talk more quickly so you get the same amount of meaning as an english speaker okay because an english syllable has more meaning because there are fewer of more of them there are more of them that's the way around right i'm just trying to do the math in my head anyway so that's it like humans communicate at a set a set amount of sort of meaning per minute in any language which would make sense because if you think about it when babies are born like you know yeah 
there's a specific kind of communication. Yeah, they've got the, yeah. the brain is there to do it. And yeah. so, yeah, that's anyway, that's how we communicate. Well, it's like trying to, you know, it's like, I don't know, animals. You mean, you will meet a dog, yeah. the same dog from one place to another place. They will, they will yeah. talk the same yeah. doggish. They talk the same dog <laughs> language. Although dogs do have accents apparently as well. Oh yeah, they do. They do. So like scouse and birds do as well. Scouse dogs have like a higher pitch bark than than south south of England dogs. Oh yeah, that I didn't know. Yeah, there you well, go. I think cats are the f- like are seriously the funniest in that regard. So in high school, one of my friends she had a cat that used to call Raúl. <laughs> Raul, <laughs> we have no idea who Raul is, <laughs> but like one of the days I slept at her house, and I got out of the shower, and the cat was sitting there and just staring at me. Raul, Raul, <laughs> and I'm like, I am just, I Raul? And I'm like, I'm, no, Eden, Eden. <laughs> Whoa, that's so weird. The Raul, Raul. Yeah, and then I'm like, and he kept going, and I'm like, listen, I don't know who Raul is. Can I just get out? Wow. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, like okay, if you let me go, I will find for you, Raul. Okay, can you just let me go, Raul? I found. Um, oh, I said. Well, I feel free. Oh, don't you? You can use this, the showers through there. You can use anything. Anything you find in the fridge, feel free to use it. Uh, I'm going out for a bit. The don't worry about the cat. He's fine. Okay. Just to, he'll leave him. All right. I'll see, I'll see you later, Eden. Bye okay. Bye. See you. Peter. Peter. What? John. Oh, I, I, Philip. Is that her cat? Peter. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't. What? Peter. <laughs> Philip. What do I do with your with her cat? Emmanuel. I love him. Peter. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> so your your is it possible that your cat is yeah. speaking? No, no. He just no. He's just normal cat. Just perfectly normal. No speaking. No English. No recognizable English words. Ah. Okay. So nothing to worry about. Do, do you know Peter? Uh, no, don't know anyone called Peter. Okay. I made sure of that. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay. Have a lovely time. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, he, uh, yes. Dog. How are you, dog? It's Supermarket. Me. Supermarket. Dog. Play. Play ball fetch. Ball. Peter. Belly. This, this Mark. Belly fetch rock. Okay, okay guys. Tail I, wagging. I, 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 I don't know. I can't Genesis, take you to the supermarket now. Proverbs. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Uh, I've just looked up some more anagrams of contrived and insufferable. Oh. And one of my favorite ones is, uh, ooh, has, has disappeared. Um, it was Albert, Albert non-David sufferance. <laughs> what? Non-David sufferance? Uh, Africans left over unbidden. Oh. African fluence overbidden. It's <laughs> a real variation on theme there. Advil, Advil benefactors unfriend. <laughs> Advil benefactors unfriend. Great. Good. See, that's why I had such an unnecessarily long podcast name was because it makes great anagrams. <laughs> so. uh, here's a good one. Uh, Anderson bluffed Victorian. Anderson bluffed Victorian. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Anderson bluffed Victorian. <laughs> Welcome back to Advil Benefactors and Friends. It's, it's a show about um, Anderson Cooper, the American newsreader, pretending to be Victorian. <laughs> <laughs> oh. dun, 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 dun. 
Hello there. Good day to you, ladies and gents. Oh, I didn't do the bell. Oh, oh never mind. Oh, it well. wasn't a real scene. No. Nah, it um, was shit. In other news, China vows to crack down on funeral strippers. Oh, what? What? Yeah. China did what? Disappointing. They're going to crack down on funeral strippers. So we have to first investigate what the hell that means. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do and it. why is it a problem? Let's crack into that one. Okay, go on. So let's see. The in, this is the in the independent. Funeral strippers. Some hire them to boost numbers as high attendance is seen as a way of honouring the deceased. <laughs> China has launched a fresh, a fresh crackdown on funeral strippers. The Ministry of Culture said it would target obscene, pornographic and vulgar performances at funerals and weddings. <laughs> Why? It followed reports in the state-run Global Times newspaper about roaring crowds applauding and cursing as women performed at funerals. <laughs> Jesus fuck. What about men performing at funerals? I can't wait for my stag, my uh, my Hindu. There's going to be so much dick. I was, I, was so, I thought you were about to say it for your funeral. Yeah, just no, gonna get, can't just wait. Gonna be the same. Yeah. Like, dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to celebrate the life of Samuel Ray. Hi, is this the right place to put my radio in? Uh, yes, yes. Please feel free to make yourself as at home as you like. Okay, well, this is a bus from the police. Woo! Oh, oh no, I'm in trouble. <laughs> tie, tie me up. Should I tie also the deceased? <laughs> um, I'm wh- not sure if the deceased would like... I'm not some- sure. You might have to ask the deceased's wife. Fuck yeah! Tie him up! <laughs> yeah, tie up that corpse. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that would be extra. He's going to love it in death. Okay, well that will be extra A lap dance Guys, I wasn't really dead Oh, what? I wasn't really dead Shit, I've already cashed in your life insurance That's fine, I just did it to see boobies I forgot how to You can see my boobies I know, I forgot how to search on the internet and so I Also, just ask your wife I faked my own death And treat her nicely Oh, no, it's too much effort well, am I going to get paid for it still? Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got life insurance. <laughs> wow. That sounds like your funeral. My stag, my stag too. I keep calling it my stag too. My hen party is going to be dick. Spa weekend and dick. There's going to be... <laughs> I'm going to go for a very quiet spa weekend with my bridesmaids and then I'm going to get a lifeguard stripper to uh, come to the pool and strip for us. A lifeguard stripper. Specifically yeah. a lifeguard. Nice. Well, if we're in the pool, he can be sitting there watching us. Oh, I see. And then suddenly it'll be like... Oh. He gets his dick out and we're all happy. Great. I yeah. performed a few times in Butlins, I must say. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. How was that? Well, I perform with Club de Fromage cool. for, for like six years now. And once in a while we do butlings. And nice. it's different because Club de Fromage, when people come to our London performances, they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But then when we do Brighton Fringe, sometimes they, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Butlings, it's, it's... A whole different world. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think they kind of expect us to take our clothes off for some reason. It's like, no, we don't do sexy at Club de Fromage. We don't actually, we, we do the most ridiculous yeah. stuff ever. And yeah, Butlins, it's just. Oh, Club de Fromage. Get, yeah. I've been, I've looked this up before. What, um, I've done, I went to a night at Club de Fromage at the O2 in um, Islington. Islington. Yeah. yeah. And it was a. 
remember what it was. It was I feel like it was Hot Tub Time Machine. And you there? Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do when you perform? What do you do? So I am. Um, I have a character. So there's basically a storyline behind Club de Fromage. Yeah. That a lot of people that go to Club de Fromage don't actually know. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but so the whole idea is that Club de Fromage used to be owned by. Tony the mobster. Yeah. yeah. And then his two um, moron sons kind of took over. Brilliant. Uh, one of them is Slow Alfie, which is one of the DJs. Sure. Um, and then there are characters around that. That's so, so cool. So we have the old grannies. We have the cleaner of the club. That's uh, fantastic. And I'm the illegal daughter of Tony the mobster outside of marriage. That's so fun. Um, so my <laughs> character name is Juanita. Amazing. And she's like, Juanita? <laughs> Oh my god! And um, I actually at some point did um, an improvised piece of her trying to date because she's Aww. like she doesn't know why, but she doesn't succeed to find. That's so guy. funny. And they keep bailing on her and stuff. And Aww. but but um, she's not the sharpest pencil in the two <laughs> in the toolbox. Um, but it's like. Yeah, when it comes to dancing and whatever, it's very Carlton from Prince of Bel Air kind of thing. Ah. Um, and yeah, I actually I need to go back to that. Of I wanted actually to do her trying to date. That's and, so fun in London, and you know, awesome. Like be- a sort of improv club night. <laughs> That's so <laughs> cool. Immersive theatre. It sounds club her- night, yeah. It sounds like we would hate it. We, like we hate anything that's like loud noises and lots of people. So yeah. we would we would be awful. Yeah. So um, club the from well club the fromage basically we just we do the characters and we do limbo competitions and air guitar competitions. That's so cool. And. Uh, Good for you, stuff. not for us, but good for you. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, it's too noisy. Oh, I want to go back to the seaside. It's yeah. very, it's very noisy, and it's mm. a lot of kind of, you know, we have Backstreet Boys and and ah. and spice. So yeah, I'm like, well, this is a month after, but for my birthday, <laughs> we had like on the 15th of of June. We will have, we have, had, we um, will have had, we will have had, um, basically, um, um, a Spice Girls night. Sick. And That's so fun. I love the Spice Girls. Yeah. And it's like, it's going to be so, yeah. I saw a clip on fun. Twitter recently where, because the Spice Girls are touring again without yeah. Victoria. Um, and they've been. Why without Victoria? Because she's too, she's too rich posh yeah. to be <laughs> to be debased to, 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 to touring like I don't know she's, she's just not doing it for right, whatever reason right. um, but everyone like, I've seen a money. few clips and things on Twitter like <laughs> status on Twitter of people being like oh yeah Mel B says like oh you know you might have noticed it's just the four of us so let's give a big cheer for Victoria and the whole crowd's like <laughs> 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 okay great so spice up your life <laughs> <Or> like <"Bruh." laughs> well to be honest so when I grew up, you know, back in the 90s, I was very big Spice Girls. Same. Very big. Like the shoes, the outfit. I used to buy the article, like the newspapers from abroad just to have the articles and right. had all the like little articles. Amazing. And, and a magnet and everything. And then um, nobody liked Posh Spice in Israel. Really? Because nobody knew what the word posh means. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Can you translate? Well, it's, well, it's a very, it's a British slang. Yeah. And Israel is very American with a lot of things. Yeah. And then it's like, everyone, oh, I want to be Grey Spice. I want to be, like, who's going to be Posh Spice? Silence. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tumbleweed. Yeah. He's like, can we both be 
ginger spice or something <laughs> i always had to be posh spice because nobody wanted to be posh because she was just so miserable so i always ended up pulling the short straw on that one when we had to play spice girls and when we played s club seven i always had to be tina and i was because no one wanted to be tina or rachel because no one wanted to be rachel but jokes on you because rachel's like by far the most successful and most attractive out of all of them. I'm just going to say it. Sorry, Hannah. I did have a big crush on you growing up. <laughs> but, like, Didn't. That's how I knew I was queer. I was like, wow. Hannah from S Club 7, though. Like, kind of looks like a boy. I'm kind of into that. Like, <laughs> she has got straight up and down frame. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm into it. Um, but yeah, then everyone was like, nobody wanted to be Rachel or Tina. But they were by far the better ones. But because they weren't blonde. I mean, Joe O'Meara, who is the front of S Club 7, is a massive fucking racist. She's awful. I think she votes for UKIP as well. I remember reading Brilliant. somewhere that oh, she'd good. been handing out UKIP flyers in public or something. Great. Yeah. Sounds, sounds okay. like I'm going to I'm going to fact check that one. Hang on. Nah, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about slandering people who vote for UKIP. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to look. I'm going to look it up. Just to make sure. Well, in the meantime, uh, yeah. So I'm putting on a club night um, uh, in my club, my my nightclub that I own, uh, and I've noticed a thing about club nights recently. Is that they're very loud? Yes. So this one's going to be very quiet. I want it quiet, no talking, no music, no people. Okay. But I want you to organise. So here's a hundred thousand pounds to organise the club night. Would you like a silent disco? Are you okay? No, with no, pe- no, no, no. That's too. Honestly, that's too much. Okay. There's, that's going to be dancing. People are going to be dancing, aren't they? Yeah. No dancing. No dancing. No fun at all no drinks no no smiling no smiling can people breathe if they have to okay if they absolutely have to mm. then sure but other than that yeah you know go do whatever do every, anything you can think of you can do any any crazy things just as long as it's silent as long as it's silent and nobody's having fun so oh nobody have uh, can they relax could it be if because we can arrange a, a meditation party everybody sits silently but you still see the problem there is you've used the word party Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, gathering. That does sound miserable. Yes, okay. Yes, a meditation, a meditation gathering. gathering. Everybody okay. just sits silently. Yeah. But I don't want them... I'm going to be like around mm. doing paperwork and things, and I don't want them coming up to me and telling me about crystals. Okay. So just make sure they all know not to talk to me. Okay, so I have an... If we bring all the people um, from uh, Farringdon area, everyone from their offices, yep. and they will just sit around yep. with papers. Per- perfect. Doing, doing, doing work. Doing just nothing. Do you know just what? Papers. Do you know what I was thinking, actually? We've got a lot of space in here. We could put desks in here. Desks, okay. So if we fill it with desks, and then we can charge people like a small fee to use the space mm. um, for, during the daytime... Uh, and to do to do office work and like freelance. Oh wait, I've just invented uh, workspaces. Oh. Right. Uh, actually, do you know what and I want? The non relaxed ones. Non, a a non, kind of stressful yeah. workspace environment. That's what I want. Okay, and people come and they pay a fee. Yeah. Um, I think we can charge for that. Um, thirty quid per head. Fine. Perfect. Yeah. And people, uh, we need to write rules to make sure. So if someone smiles, um, out. Uh, Get out. We need they, to keep, they, okay, they, so we will need to make sure that there is security. Can you? I want you to buy the best Wi-Fi system mm-hmm. that exists, the fastest, most reliable Wi-Fi system, but then okay. I want you to make it shit. Right? We can do that? So make it so it disconnects people randomly, it's really slow. So it's Shi-Fi? 
Shy-fi. Shy-fi. That's what I want. Yep. Shy-fi. Okay. So here's another hundred thousand pounds. Okay. To we buy the to buy it. the best and make it crap. Okay? We can do a shy-fi. We're gonna yeah. be. Well, I'm gonna be a millionaire. Okay. Uh, you're getting a salary. Just a salary. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'll try to arrange the promotion for that uh, with the shy-fi. Yeah. Um, well, my salary will be a million. Mm, fine. Um, and that's that's for the silent. Um, and because of the silent, <laughs> buying, literally buying you buying silent, uh, and you cannot connect contact me because uh, the Wi-Fi doesn't work. Exactly, and it's quiet, so the payment is perfect. Prehend. Oh, it's such a relief. Yeah, I'm so glad I bought a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing some googling. Did you like that? <laughs> Were you listening? Maybe? A little bit. Yeah, I was in and out. <laughs> um, I've been looking for uh, 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 backup evidence to support my claim that Joe O'Meara from S 7 is a UKIP supporter. Mm-hmm. I can find nothing. I'm happy to rescind my earlier comments. Oh <laughs> However, <Yeah. laughs> I have been doing a bit of poking around. And she's genuine, generally hated amongst <laughs> most people. That she generally hated. Generally hated. People- she wow. said it says that well there's an article i mean albeit from the daily mail but there's an article from the daily mail saying that paul catamol uh from s club seven has called her a bully in the past right. um and that um big brother has shattered my life says joe from the london evening standard um she has been suffering from agoraphobia bb bully joe finally admits she was wrong mirror uh sorry the mirror online um she's suffering from agoraphobia yeah because apparently everyone Aww. thinks she's such a racist that she can't go outside oh, God. yeah <laughs> Um, oh, also, uh, no, there's okay. an article that was on the BBC shortly after the Shil Pachetti incident on Big Brother. Um, and uh, she said, here we go. After being shown TV headlines about the furor and clips of her behaviour, Omira admitted, it does look very bad. It does. But she hold, told host Davina McCall, the edited version of events distorted what really went on. Well, you still fucking did it, love. Can't blame editing for that. Looking at it like that, it looks absolutely terrible. And it didn't feel terrible in there, she said. I'm not a racist person at all. My cousin is married to an Indian man. Oh, that <laughs> fucking hell. Going back to that internalized oh, racism. That is a five points. That is a garbage. And excuse. my cousins are half Indian, and their family is with me all the time. So what? You can still be racist. My Omira cousin was shown mocking Shetty's voice, but she responded, "We was doing that with her. It's, we was doing that with her, and she was finding that really funny." Yeah. Uh, I, mm, I don't. Mm, I don't know. If, don't know if that's cool. Yeah, I definitely remember reading on her Wikipedia page at some point because I just occasionally check in on old pop stars like Wikipedia pages that she had been doing some sort of far right campaigning activity. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm not racist, but <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but here's, here's some. Uh, yeah, I never liked her. She just like hogged it all. I was like, "Where's Hannah? Where's her weird boyfriend?" <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Sexual awakenings. Eden, yeah. speaking Quick. of sexual awakenings, what are you up to at the moment with your work and your projects? <laughs> with my sexual <laughs> awakening? Yeah, tell me about it. Well, before that, I wanted to connect two subjects that we talked about because yep. we talked about funerals and about Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at some point... <laughs> Where I, is this going? <laughs> <laughs> so I've done a project a while ago um, with Witness Theatre and like a project about death. And we said about the fact of if you want... that when you die about putting a wi-fi on your in your grave wow yeah. to be buried with you and then to put on your burial basically on on your tombstone the wi-fi code amazing <laughs> and then to call it like 
The die, graveyard die, of die, 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 <laughs> Amazing. And and people will come to your grave to visit you all the time because of because of my Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. Feels like when everyone like one person's got a Netflix subscription and everyone like piggybacks off of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah. Oh yeah, thanks. Cheers. Oh, it's like cute. the most hipster cafe ever. Amazing. Basically. <laughs> Are you coming to the graveyard? Oh yeah, get some nice flat whites in that cold cold brew coffee. So what are you up to? Tell us about it. I'm excited. Um, well, it's summer, so it's festy season. Whoop, whoop. Um, by the time this was broadcast, um, after Glastonbury. Ooh. Um, so going back to Glastonbury after two years. Um, so a couple of years ago, I've performed there again, Club de Fromage. Nice. Um, and I tear the ligament on stage. Ooh. So this one is going to be like... Careful, nice careful. and gentle, <laughs> fromaging. Yeah. But but it was it it was funny. Um, I so I, cool. I basically I was I stayed there with the crutches and everything. Um, oh God. Good for you, huh? Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, it was a dry Glastonbury. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. You, you absolute martyr. I love it. <laughs> get, well, no, I will suffer. Well, I had the children's performance on the Sunday because that happened on the Friday, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm, I have a main role. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, a, you know, show must go on, and I'm gonna stay. Amazing. Good for you. And with the crutches, <laughs> I was playing a boy that was abducted, like abducted by this guy that was, um, like, in in this factory of of whatever and then it was supposed to be immersive and i'm with the crutches and i'm telling the kids come quickly after me <laughs> like hobbling away. and i'm like fast <laughs> just crutching away oh. um so yeah this glass and re uh, gonna be much nicer and then I hope so yeah uh, and then there's stand and calling uh, again club the fromage and doing a lot of stand-up comedy mm. that Fun. is lined up um so yeah a lot of very funny ranking. like very naturally very charismatic and very funny so i'm sure it will go Im- immeasurably well thank you it's part of my let's be mermaids <laughs> ah <laughs> cute i get it oh i want a hat on i want a let's be mermaids hat now oh i'm like i i think it's it's a good deal well i don't know now with all the um so i had with extinction rebellion as well i was part of the red brigade oh, cool. um and during the summer we're gonna have probably a few festivals doing red brigade stuff awesome thank you for your work thank you um but the let's be mermaids i'm like hopefully the sea will be cleaner and then yeah. <laughs> safer to be a mermaid yeah because it's like maybe let's not be mermaids now Can yeah we maybe clean mermaids the, in like a couple of years yeah. Yeah. can we clean the sea first and then we'll be mermaids yeah right uh, yeah all these mermaids have uh, an infection and need to go to hospital yes <laughs> all the very <laughs> infection <laughs> all the very best to you and all of that work because i um as somebody who suffers a lot with social anxiety and sort of crowd anxiety and agoraphobia if you like um i often want to go to those sorts of things and and demonstrate and protest but i'm too scared <laughs> to do so um i would like to go to every protest going but every time it gets to the day and i just go nope nope can't do it um so thank you for doing it well yeah i'm like i don't know if to say you're welcome my pleasure i'm like yeah it's so weird that it became a political agenda yeah i mean when did having clean air (laughs) 
mm. became a political agenda. I mean, I mean, right. are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you not need to breathe? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, do you have a different? Are you so rich that, that you don't aware? need to breathe? We're privatizing oxygen now. Is that uh, what this is? I'm just gonna breathe money. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Give me those pounds. <laughs> and it's not. It's in bitcoins now. So it's like yeah. I'm just gonna sit and breathe my bitcoins. Yeah, I'm gonna breathe ones and zeros. <laughs> How can we find you? So if listeners want to find you online or um, anywhere, how can they do that? Well, so it's just, well, I'm written as Eden Avital Alexander, mm-hmm. and which weirdly enough, if you Google me, my most known project was walking a man on a lead uh, in, <laughs> around Farringdon Station. Act alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, Love was, it. it was an acting thing, but mm-hmm. it was in 2014. It became big around the world. Cause, oh, wow. Because wow. people like... So my cousin put an article about it in her, look what happens in England. And then my sister answered her, you know that it's... Eden, right? <laughs> Amazing. I'm just Googling it now. And like, it became this old question mark and they, they invited me to ITV interview, oh, wow. the six o'clock news. Um, That's amazing. A day after. Um, ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she found it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, and yeah, the director kind of, it was overwhelmed with people's reactions because people either slandered him for being a male and it allows himself to be doing that. Um, the fuck? And we discovered that it's a fetish. Um, yeah. So also the fact that people took it as a fetish thing and that wasn't his aim. Right. But he was a bit... That was where I went to immediately, I have to say. <laughs> well, he was a bit oblivious of how big it will get. Yeah. For him, it's like, okay, let's do an experiment, like a hidden okay. camera. He literally put the camera in a tissue box for our camera lady. And I told him, listen, it Who looks... Who carries a tissue box around? <laughs> yeah, well, like, listen, no. Before we started, I'm like, take take it out of the <laughs> tissue box. I'm, I'm going to hide the camera for this thing. I want to. I want it to be really inconspicuous. So I've put it in a six foot gold statue of um, Margaret Thatcher. Okay. So should Should I carry? You it carry with that me? around, and I think nobody's going to notice a massive statue. And if that doesn't work, I've also got a, a nine foot tall um, rotating blade. So I need to choose between them. Between the, you got All this right. blade that's very, very dangerous, mm-hmm. but also very inconspicuous. Well, which which one would you like to go to? Because I, I can do both. You can do both. If you yeah, could yeah. do both, if you could attach the the rotating blade to Margaret Thatcher gold statue and carry them and be inconspicuous. Yeah. Would Would you like me to do a demonstrate like a demonstration of it? Because I just I will carry. It, yes, please. And then I can do a Billy Elliot song with Perfect. that because yeah. it's Margaret nice Thatcher. Nice and inconspicuous. Yes. Yeah. And then if we step people on the way. Uh, well, would you like it to be caught on camera? Yes, if you could film it, that will be part of the experiment. Okay, and then we'll see basically how many... Do we do a count, a head count? Yes, head ca- yeah. Or, okay. or we could do like a head separated from bodies count. Okay, so, do you need me to be in a minor clothes? Yes. Okay. Please. Do, did you bring it with you? Yep, I've got, yeah. it, got it here. Okay. and I've, or, or I've got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle outfit. Well, um, I, I, which one would you prefer think, with the Maggie Thatcher? Because uh, I can do Kawabanga. Perfect. Yeah. If we yeah. could go, yeah, just say Kawabanga a lot and wave the blade around and the statue, and it would be very inconspicuous. Wait, am I getting paid with pizza? Pizza and uh, everything's going to be on fire. Okay. You're going to be on fire. The statue's on fire. The blade's on fire. 
and we are stabbing people while we're on stabbing fire. Stabbing people on fire. That's a great idea. I, I think we can also throw pizzas at people's Perfect. faces. Burning pizzas. Yeah, yep. and scream cowabunga. Yep. <laughs> and then we kind of stab people around. Yeah. Do you think, Perfect. yeah? And the camera, well, I'm assuming it's it's not flammable. Uh, no, the, uh, mm, I didn't check. I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay, Yeah. because then... We can catch catch all of this on camera, and I'm sure like the royalties after that. Yeah, totally. Brilliant. It'd be fun. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks. And always. So you can find Eden on Twitter at <laughs> e alexand without the r at the end. Yeah. So e alexand. Uh, if you want to find her on Twitter, is her website for? Yeah. I'm, I'm so lucky that I found like a nickname that is both on Instagram and Twitter yeah, the same. Is this yeah, the same? That was good. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I was yeah, about yeah. to say the Instagram is also the same. Uh. Club de Fromage. Club de Fromage. Easy to find online, I assume. Yes. Just yes. Google that. And I you don't, we don't need to give you a link. Work it out yourself. Google it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Google you, Club de Fromage. You, there aren't that many. Okay. I, yeah, I have on my YouTube channel the 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 kiss the Juanita character. Oh, really? On the, going to meet the, the therapist that will help her date. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Juanita. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we got anything to plug? Um, what are we? July. Just Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, we're going to be 25th. in Edinburgh from the 23rd to the 26th. I'm going to be doing imaginary porno charades. At Sweet uh, grass market. Oh, I love porn charades. Yeah. They're awesome. Porn charades, porn charades. And then um, we're going to be doing our show Shit Scripts Bad Manners on the 25th at 9.30 at Sweet Grass Market. So yep. if you're there, come, come and say on. hi to us, come and play. Come and join in with the absolute riot <laughs> that it's turning out to be. Yes. Whether we're more Shetner, more, right? Oh, more yeah, Shetner is porn charades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did them a few a few weeks ago, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, you and did. it was yeah, I did. Um, Sam sat there and looked very adorable. Um, and uh, yeah, there was lots of Shatner, so much Shatner. Yeah, I, I did it with them a couple of years ago. Fun. A couple of sets with them. I got in the glory hall and everything. Great. I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Shall we talk about uh, t-shirts? T-shirts reviews. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's time. Leave a uh, leave a review on iTunes. Five star review is really helpful for getting us getting us noticed on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have currently got one five star review, and the fact that we don't have enough reviews at the moment, we we can't read our own review because we don't have enough reviews <laughs> to read one review. You have to <laughs> have like a catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have a, an amount of reviews before you can read your review. You read any of them is weird. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's so that you can't like. You can't chum the waters yourself. You can't just. So how many reviews you need to get? I think it's to your three, three or four or something. Yeah. So it's not like a okay, huge it's number. doable. It's like we need a couple yeah, yeah. more. Yeah, it's <laughs> like only when you're famous you get to see your yeah, reviews. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> um, so and uh, all the people who write a five star review will be uh, entered into a draw to win a contrived and insufferable t-shirt and badge and it's a really cool t-shirt it is it's designed by designed by friend of the show Simon Goodway you can find pictures of us wearing them on our social media as well you can find us at contrivepod on twitter and at contrivepod on instagram and contrivepod on facebook yeah facebook.com slash contrivepod yeah and the well this will be after the live stream but there may be more live streams so twitch.tv slash contrivepod live um will be is the twitch channel in case we do any very more. exciting yeah. all right thank you for listening this has been contrived and sufferable i've been your host sam ray i've been here with annie harris hello thank you so much and goodbye goodbye and eden avatar alexander thank you for having me guys thank very you for welcome coming. yeah thanks for coming this has been contrived and sufferable thank you for listening goodbye bye